Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I am loving, I'm loving, loving, loving. I'm loving a bunch of things. Uh, Thank you all for... um, Man, I just can't tell you. Uh, thank you for your support. Also, thank you for uh, agreeing to give us some feedback on our new look, our new website. Uh, but one of the things I'm really so grateful about is I get to speak to and share with you um, some of the most incredible messages, not messages from me, but people like Erica Gifford Mills, my very special guest today. And, you know, we were talking about something with Dr. Mark McCullough, and please go ahead and check out that message. But I love what we're talking about here today. And, and, and this is fascinating. Um, the only constant is change. The only constant is change. And I was listening, I was reading about Jay Inslee, um, who we all know is our governor, but more importantly, his platform when he came out to run for president was all about climate change. And I think a lot of people didn't want to give him the right time of day. But now sitting here and after posting my thermometer popping past 120 and having all of you say it was broken until I posted like two hours later where it moved back to 92. What do we know? Change. David Bowie said it best. Okay, Benny, you're going to have to dig up that song by Bowie, right? Changes. Um, changes it's happening today i want to introduce you if you don't know who she is i want to let you know who she is first and foremost she is a mom but more than that she's somebody that has looked at her life you know mom she's a coach she looks and respects all of us and looks at our continuing journey what we can do what we're capable of and then helps us helps us get to the place where we pop into empowerment And we learn how to look at the next steps in our lives. But more than that, you know, it's not enough just to know your why. It's to know what to do with your why. And that's what's so important. How do you get from the discovery of your why to moving forward in confidence and self-esteem and goal achievement? And how do we do living intentionally? Today, you're going to hear from her, right? who has done work out in the community. You know, whether you know her from her mindfulness work, nutrition work, or, (laughs) she's gonna laugh at this. Ever since I found out that she had like a black belt in Taekwondo, I have seen more Taekwondo places where I just moved to. And I'm like, oh, maybe now that I got two knees, I can do a little bit of that but I'm going to have to consult with her. Erica, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. 
Thanks so much, Dr. Pat. And you can do it. Definitely. It's, Thank you. it's, it's worth it. it, it just the, <laughs> this, the empowerment it brings when you can kick and punch and yell things. Oh my gosh. And you know, I got into that because of my son and yeah. really I got into what I do because I wanted to show him that you, you have to start with you, right? You have to make time and a place for yourself in the, in this world. And if you don't, nobody else is going to, I mean, you set yourself up to the boundaries and to the showing people how to treat you. And, you know, people ask, why do you do it? And I go, I do it for my son. I do it for all the women out there that don't know who to turn to. And I do it for myself because when I'm coaching somebody, I'm hearing all these reminders over and over to do as I say, not as I do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but today, I, I really wanted to talk about um, handling, really accepting change and handling transition, because we are all going through changing times. And I think if that is one thing and inevitable in life is change, right? It's like you said, the only constant in life is change. And it affects us all differently. And it affects us all in different ways, meaning what my, one person might experience, somebody else's not a big deal. Like, you know, this is, this is fine, Yeah, but it can be positive, right? Changes can be positive and negative. So you think about it, the loss of a role, a person, um, a place or a sense of where you fit in the world, or it can be a positive. You accepted a new position. You're buying a house. You're having a child, you know, all these things are, are positives, right? But it doesn't mean that you don't know what to do, right? They all come with questions and, it really has that uncomfortableness, the uncertainty. And so we get anxious when we, when our lives are disrupted, whether it's positive or negative. And I was laughing when I was, I, I wrote a, a chapter in this in a, in a book, in a collaboration book. And I was doing it from a pandemic point of view. And then I stopped because I thought, okay, in the past two years, I've um, even longer than that, but I've lost both my parents over the past you know, eight, eight years. Yeah. Um, my son graduated. He went into the Marine Corps. He, you know, left. He's out of the country. We had the pandemic. Now things are changing back. So we have to get back into the rhythm of life. So everything changes. It's nothing ever stays the same. And unless we know how to handle that, right, we accept that change and we learn how to handle that transition, we're going to get stuck. And I think it's not only in the business world, you know, but it's in the, in your personal lives. But there was something that I really, really liked. Um, it was William Bridges, I believe it was. He had three stages in the trans transition model. And what I really liked about that is because for me, I thought that was relating to my personal life. And there's three stages. Stage one is ending, losing, and letting go. Stage two is the neutral zone. And stage three is the new beginning. So just even with those titles, I mean, to me, it's like, that's personal, that's a life, not just within an organization. And each of the stages really sets you up to move through. And you might not go through all of them all at once. It might go stage one, stage two, back to stage one, stage two, stage three. So if we look at the stages, um, stage one, the ending, losing, and letting go. Yeah. It's when people first learn that a that a situation that they understood and were comfortable is, is now being replaced with something new, they have an emotional reaction, right? And it might be anger, 
It might be denial. It might be fear, disorientation, frustration, but it's always that uncertainty. What comes next? And um, patience isn't my strong suit. If you, <laughs> anybody knows me, but dealing with these feelings takes patience. And that's why I say you might take one stage a little longer than you take the others. And so you just have to encourage each other and yourself to be open about your reaction, about your feelings, and know that you can control it. You might not be able to control what's happening to you, but you can control yeah. how you react. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, it sounds cliche, right? You know, but it's true. I mean, you can ch- decide to uh, type this long email, a text, and type it. Go ahead, but then delete it. Don't, don't, don't get yourself. Don't send it. Yes. Don't send it. (laughs) Sometimes just, you know, feeling the feelings, right. Feel those feelings, but then move on. Don't unpack and stay there. And I think that is that letting go stage. And I'm a big one about letting go because it's not something you sometimes cause a lot more harm when you hang on to that emotion, that feeling, whatever it might be. Um, then you can just let go and you're ready to move on to that next phase of the transition. And that next phase is the neutral zone. Yeah. And that zone, you know, you're not entirely comfortable with a change and we still need to be encouraging with ourselves and the people that might be going through it. But this kind of gets in, and I hate to say this because it's overused now, but the new normal, right? Now you're into this new, okay, you're here. Let's make the best of it. Yeah. And it's that learning curve and that's stressful. Um, Because we're not yet settled into the new way that we might be working, living, playing, whatever it might be. But you want to look back at the way things used to be and see, was that all good? You know, there are things that I think now, I was doing all that. I wasn't taking the time. And there's stuff that I was doing before that I thought I loved. And that now that I'm not doing, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that. I don't know (laughs) if I'm going to go back to doing that. And, you know, sometimes during the neutral zone, you are, you experience reactions like maybe resentment towards a change, um, poor attitudes or low morale, your productivity suffers, you still have that anxiety and uncertainty, um, and you really might start getting frustrated. And this is when we just need to remind ourselves positive outcomes will, positive results will come right? You have to recognize the milestones, celebrate the little successes, and really help yourself and others without getting bogged down and stuck in our heads. You know, encourage the open communications. I think what you're talking about is so important. And the reason that I love this and, you know, wanted to bring you on and talk about this is there is change going on that even as we speak, and I love that you're talking about the neutral zone for a minute, because it is that place that makes us so uncomfortable, but it's a place where if we can be in that space and we could take it in, you know, those three stages of the transition, if we can hold on to that space and the energy of it, there is some brilliance that get revealed. I mean, this is so timely today. And let me tell you why. For the first time, um, there is a service that's provided that measures how we are listening, what we're doing in digital devices. It's a very, how should I say it, robust research organization that does it. For the first time since they've started to research digital platforms, Facebook 
has not been the selection of choice. You know, according to Edison Research, for the first time in their measurement of things, um, Facebook has not been number one. And if you think about this, Erica, I don't think we thought or would be thinking that the landscape would shift enough where people's preferences would change enough to move Facebook from the social media platform of choice to something else. When we come back, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about this place that you can enter, which is so miraculously powerful, but yet what lives in this space, if we let it, is fear. When we come back, Erica is going to take us on a journey. And what is it about overcoming the fear of the unknown? Can you get comfortable with not knowing what you don't know? Erica Gifford Mills and me, the only constant is change. Get ready to look fear right in the eye. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. The Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. Completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition, or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go, whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle. That process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them, that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the energy paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The energy paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. 
Shades Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium genie and spirit walker Nicole. 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Turn and face the strain. That's what David, thank you. Turn and face it. You want to talk about somebody that knows how to change. Um, when David Bowie did his, I don't know what to call it, Benny. I, I'm going to call it a documentary. It was the last bit that David Bowie did. Many of us thought he would live forever. Kind of like Freddie Mercury. But we thought Bowie would live forever. We thought cancer's not going to beat this guy. Um, he re- literally transform the landscape of music and you know pop culture uh not just by his style but by his adaptability by his creativity by his way to look at and say this is what people want it was so beautiful and he's one of these guys that you just at least for me i i i never thought he would die and then when i saw his docufilm which i loved and then he wasn't there anymore. It left the space for us to think. And that's why the show today with Erica Gifford Mills, the only constant is change, is so important. You know, this is something she knows a lot about. But she also is somebody that understands how to take the rooted life, how to coach people the rooted life, how to set something up to help people. Um, and, and, you know, and then talk about, well, wait a minute, as women, we're also leaders. And so what about dynamic leadership? The bottom line is she's creating, Erica, I mentioned a bunch of things here. Can you just take a minute to let people know how they can tap into your coaching platform, as well as take a a look at the new female leader? And Benny, we're going to give two copies of that book away. We sure are. So we have um, given away this book. It's the New Female Leader, a woman's book for dynamic leadership. And two lucky listeners will receive a copy. Um, There are about 20 different authors. I have a chapter in there about um, change and transition. Uh, But it is a great book with so much inspiring and empowering messages. And so get it for somebody that you love. Get it for yourself um, and share the information. And then also, as Dr. Pat said, um, I have a signature coaching series. It's called The Rooted Life. It's a 12-week session, and it's virtual, so it doesn't matter where you are. And this series is really made to equip, empower, and enlighten you to live it up, love it up, and let it go. You know, whatever that it is for you. You'll receive encouragement, accountability, tips, and techniques to achieve your personal and professional goals. And for you lucky listeners, um, just set up your free Empower Hour, and you will get $100 off the 12-week session. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Um, I think that we're at the point now where we have to look at this next phase of the conversation. This morning, I was talking with someone, and I said, you know, I really want to look at a conversation about what is your why? How has your why changed? And if your why has changed and you are there and you have that realization, and a lot of that happens in the neutral zone, 
where you realize, wow, my why for showing up has changed. My why for ABC has changed. My why for going to work has changed. When you have that realization and then you move to the next level, you know, you can also move with either a trailer or a header of fear, right? Or you cannot move. And Erica, I want you to talk to this because something interesting happened in Missouri. And many people aren't, don't pay attention to things and statistics. I love surveys. I love statistics. And I've been following this story in Missouri where in Missouri, they dropped or deleted the, what do you call it? Unemployment, 300 bucks extra. And they thought people are going to flock back to work. So here we are in Missouri and major hotel chain, which I'm not going to mention, they're ready to get back to work. 40 positions. People left, 40 positions, no longer had positions, right? We know what happened in the hotel industry and much, but they thought we're opening our doors. Come on, come on back. Nobody came back. So two things happened. One, the assumption about change, meaning the world is changing. You don't need your 300 extra unemployment. You will surely flock back to work. That did not happen. So here's the question. You're sitting here, and this is just one specific thing, but it really measures a trend across the board. So this, this hotel had to think about their why, had to think about the why of the people that didn't come back. Why wouldn't you come back? And there are a lot of reasons for that, which we're learning about. So what did they do? They changed. They changed their minimum wage rate, meaning they raised it, and they added benefits. So they were smart enough to know that their why did not match the why of their supply chain, and they changed it. Missouri, hotel, filled the jobs within a day. Talk about how we break through that threshold of fear, insecurity, lack of confidence to get the realization that when somebody's why changes, we have to really change a bunch of other things. Can you talk to that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's that big question. Why do we react the way we do to change? <laughs> why? Right? And, and it's in life transitions are challenging because they force us to have the, to really leave that familiar and face the future with a feeling of vulnerability and being vulnerable is hard and uncomfortable. I mean, it's not my favorite thing at all, right? And I believe that the emotional reaction to change is largely a response to being confronted with the unknown or that which people fail to understand, right? And successfully moving through a life transition usually means facing those emotions we talked about earlier. And humans have always been afraid of the unknown. You know, it's that's really that the stigma of the unknown for the, the obvious reasons, right? We're not sure, we don't understand the consequences, but there is some psychological um, research that suggests we generally like to be able to anticipate consequences, which makes sense, right? We wanna know the outcome before we do something. And that's why we act really, if we fall, right? If you think about falling can be frightening, it's because we don't know what to expect when we land. And 
it's that same thing. The body and the mind is designed for stability. And if we're put in a position that we don't know the conditions, it's going to upset that equilibrium. And that's going to produce physical and psych psychological alerting responses, um, kind of that fight, flight, or freeze, because yes. it's that, that vulnerability. We don't know what to do. And, I, and there's, there's an author, Andrew Smith. He said, um, people fear what they don't understand and hate what they can't conquer. And I think that is so true. You know, that, that fear, we fear what we think we know about the unknown. And so we assume all these bad things are going to happen and we don't know the um, outcome or what's going to happen following, you know, whether we achieve something, whether we fail, what's next. And so it's that not knowing um, that makes us not understand. But if we stop asking ourselves, what, what will it do um, to us? And we ask, what will it do for us? We handle the transition so much better. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I have some tips to really overcome the fear of the unknown. And one of it is understand your fear. I mean, that, I know that sounds so silly, but it's not unique, right? Um, but our brain is hardwired to prefer negative consequences to uncertain ones. So we're going to all automatically dream up all these bad things that could happen instead of just not knowing. Right. So if we accept that you have fearful thoughts, but don't let these fearful thoughts paralyze you, we can understand it. And then we can move forward. And then we want to find the cause of your fear. So what is causing it? Is it, is it because you don't know? Is it because you're stepping out of your comfort zone? Time, take that time to analyze where your fear is coming from. You know, note your trigger points. You know, once you've identified what's causing the fear, then you can minimize your risk and you can really still move forward. Anything that's worth doing is you're going to get those butterflies, right? You're going to have that little bit of fear. Yeah. And they say, once you step out of that comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. And, and, and I truly believe that. Yeah. I mean, this is so critical. Uh, you know, I want to talk about this a little bit because, you, you know, there are many of us, Erica, that um, we set a plan into motion 10 years ago. And that plan, we were just waiting for technology to be set up in a way that what we built from a system of support in the back end, and you're familiar with this, you know, that what we built could then be modified to now come out in the world and reach more people. And we've arrived at that point. But sitting in a neutral zone for that long doesn't mean that you don't keep creating. And what we did was we asked all of you, we like, what more, what do you need? And, and by the way, when, when something doesn't go right with us and you tell us about that, it's been brilliant because we make adjustments with it. And I, I think this is one of the most difficult things I want to ask you about when we come back from break. Sometimes we get information that may hurt our feelings. And there's something we have to learn about change so that Don Miguel said it better than anybody. We don't take it personally. If we can do that, talk about Taekwondo, right? If we can do that, there's something magical that happens with information. 
And this is part of what we're talking about today, because when we come back, there's this coping mechanism, right? And coping with change, whether it's known or unknown, is one of the most powerful tools we can learn. Because nobody could have predicted the past 18 months. No. No one. But what is the difference between folks that have gone through these past 18 months and how they've coped with devastation, parents passing away and never being able to touch them and say goodbye? You know, thinking about, gosh, I need to take care of family and take up family leave only to find out when you go back to work, your company is, wants to cut your wages in half. How are you doing that? How are some people able to move forward? That's what Erica Gifford Mill is going to talk about because she has been through it all. When we come back, coping right now is the pathway to true active transformation. When we, t- when we come back, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how you too can step forward in this arena and help others. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Feeling stuck? Journey into a new exciting reality today. Join Coach Christine Clark as she helps you forge the life you desire. Through processes that shape, hone, refine, elasticize, and transform you, go beyond the curve and call in your unique destiny. Tune into the show, Forging a Life, live every fourth Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Christine, visit SunglowTransformation.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Tune in to the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. 
Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the Maximum You. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you for having and thank you, Erica Gifford Mills. Erica Gifford Mills joining me here today. The only constant is change. Um, Erica, before we talk about coping, um, and then I think we're going to roll right to the top without a break. Before we talk about coping, how do people find out one about you, one about you as an empowerment and life coach? but also how you're working with people to be more effective in accepting change and going through transitions. Oh, absolutely. So you can go to getrootedradio.com because you can hear me here first and third Mondays of um, every month on Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, So if you go to getrootedradio.com, that will take you to my website. Um, It's called Balance Symmetry. And you can set up your free Empower Hour. It's There's no charge. There's no obligations. And we can walk through on what you need support on and what sort of services that I offer that will be of support to you. And it's your chance, again, to interview me to see if I'm the right fit for you. Um, so that's GetRootedRadio.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Balance Symmetry. Thank you for all of that. Um, look. These last two things we're going to talk about are critical. One is coping. And then as we look forward, if we can do these things, if we can follow the steps, if we can look at change, then let's talk about how we explore what our life could look like. You know, what does change and transition offer us? And, you know, we're talking about coping means that there might be a fork in the road. There might be a whole set of silverware in the road. I don't know. But let's talk about the importance of coping and what you've discovered to help people. Yeah. So once we get over that fear of the unknown, we can move into the coping with the change and begin that transition process. And once we have the understanding that not all change in life is ending, right? It it can in fact lead to opportunities. Um, We're in a better position to cope with the change and the transition. So there was, um, and I can't remember who said it, but it was life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. And I think that is, I mean, me personally, I'll make it an I statement. It is, um, I like to control things. And sometimes you can't, you just have to let go. And if we can just understand that sometimes things are going to happen the way they're going to happen, and we need to kind of roll with that. And that's the first first coping technique is accept that change is a normal part of life. You know, if we have that attitude um, that 
everything is negative and we want to avoid it at all costs, everything is going to be negative and then we're never going to be able to avoid it. But if we can really be more positive, it makes that um, things that are more difficult, a little easier to navigate. And then I would say the second is accept that you may never completely understand what happened to you or why, you know, you know, you, you get this feeling of why me, why does this happen to me? And it's like I said before, what is it going to do for me? How is it going to change me into a better person? Right. So, you know, you're going to likely spend a lot of time feeling confused and afraid and it, it, that's uncomfortable. So if we can just get past the discomfort and confusion, the clarity will return. Um, go ahead. I want to just ask you about this because what you mentioned confusion. Confusion is an interesting thing, and I, we probably don't have a whole lot of time to talk about it here, but I do want to stop for a minute and recognize it. Confusion sometimes can be this distractor. You know what I mean? This this. This thing that we realized when we say I'm confused, but then realize we're really not confused. Isn't confusion this interesting place to hold people? I find that, you know, sometimes when people seem to be confused, it's this really interesting, let's just call it set of chains that will hold on to you to stay exactly where you are. Um, and we don't talk about confusion enough, especially around change. There are some things, yes, right, Erica, that are daunting, that are baffling, right? That are just like, cannot figure it out at the moment. But confusion can also be tempered with mindfulness, can't it? Absolutely. It's sometimes even confusion, it's, you just don't know how to articulate your feelings and sometimes if you just can sit with them, right? And, and it's, it's one of the actually coping mechanisms, it's learning to identify and express your feelings. If we can just sit and be mindful, you know, have that mindful moment and let that pass. And I, and I think it is, it's, it's an easy place to get stuck at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so when we talk about coping then, and we look at coping as a, I don't know if we, do we call coping a stage? What, what do we, when we say coping with change, give folks a little backdrop for what that could look like. Because I think when we hear it, we all get it. But in real life, it is like you said, it's our response. And it doesn't have to be like a super response. Like sometimes when we talk about coping with change, we go to this enormous change thing, right? But there's an accumulation of little changes that can happen throughout a day. We still have to cope with those as well, right? Absolutely. And it is. It's, it's when we take the time, as you said, to quiet our mind. Um, we we pra practice that mindfulness. We are getting rid of those limiting beliefs. We're getting rid of those neg that negative self-talk around the change. And I think for me, coping is almost a stage, but you do it in every stage. Right, whether it is you're um, coping with the new beginning, you're coping with letting something go, you're coping with your feelings. It's to me more of like a mechanism that we are using. Uh, it's, it's a tool in your toolbox, right? So that we can get through. And there's different 
coping mechanisms for different issues. And I think all of them may not come into play. Some of them might. Um, and we can really work through. It, it is taking one step at a time. You acknowledge what you are leaving behind um, so that you know that if you're mourning something, you, get, you give yourself an opportunity to acknowledge what's left behind. You feel the feelings, like I said, but you don't want to drag them along. So if we take them one step at a time and really know to drop that suitcase, you don't need to carry it with you. And then we can learn to identify those and express those feelings. And we can focus on the positives and what you gained and really expect to feel uncomfortable. You know, if you just know it's going to happen, I mean, it, it's not an unknown anymore. You don't have to fear it because just expect it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Erica, one of the things I wanted to talk with you about is, you know, I've started to think about these conversations about the only constant is change. And if we can implore, you know, just implore that mindset for a little bit. Um, there are things in life that happen. Some are positive, some are negative, some just are. And you talked about the three stages of transition. I want to ask you, as we explore what our lives would look like or could like, right? And we set ourselves up for a smoother transition. You know, a lot of times we think that going through the stages of transition have to take 10 years. But the rate of change and the pace by which things are coming towards us, that has really been accelerated. And I wanted to talk to you about this. How do we help people with the notion that, wait a minute, change, transition, does not necessarily always have to take a long time? And oh, absolutely. Can you talk to that point? Because I think that's one of, the, one of the greatest misconceptions we have about change. Yeah. And, and I mean, think about it even from a business perspective, yeah. you know, when you are putting a business plan together or a project plan together, you have this three month goal. Well, maybe you don't have three months to do it. You know, you, you found that something's broke and you need to fix it immediately. Um, you can still go through those same things and, and it, it really adapts to your personal life. It's, you know, what is the problem or the root cause right? For business folks out there. And what am I going to do to fix it? And before you can even identify the solution, you have to know what is the problem? What is causing the problem? What is that root cause? And what is the remediation plan to put it in place? And it's not something, I mean, you think about, oh my gosh, I got water all over my floor. Okay, well, it's, it's going to take about a week to figure this out. No, you, what do you do? You start troubleshooting, right? So you start, and it, it might not be, oh, maybe my dishwasher. You know, I always assume my dog was messy when he was drinking out of the bowl. And I had it happen to me, and I wiped it up and went about my business. Well, then next thing you know, there was more water on the floor. Well, my dishwasher was leaking. And so I didn't go through all the steps of, I just assumed the easiest thing possible. So if you take time to troubleshoot, right, and you look through what could be all the possible scenarios, what are some steps I can take to fix it? And that's that fork in the road. And understand that just because you made the decision to go down one fork doesn't mean you can't turn around and take another path. And I think people assume, um, many of my clients have, have done that, but I went to college and I got my nursing degree and so I have to be a nurse. 
who says? Maybe you decided to go to work and you found that you, you didn't like it. It's not what you expected. Or as you were working, you found a different pattern or a different life to go down. Yeah. I mean, by trade, I'm a paralegal and I do compliance. So you wouldn't think that I'm a life and empowerment coach, right? So it's just because you took one path or just because you made one decision and it didn't work, you don't want to give up. Right. And it's the same with transition. Oh my God, you just hit the nail on the head too, because I talked about this earlier. I mean, I went to school for something that I thought was going to take me on a pathway that, look, that I thought I'd be on. I mean, I thought my game plan was, all right, got fired from that job, downsized, whatever you want to call it, gave me time to move, moved here, went back to school, thinking at the end of that journey I'm going to take this thing I trained for and become a organizational consultant, work for one of the large consulting firms, and there I would be. By the time I was done with the education, that wasn't what I wanted, but I didn't know. Talk about that space when we get to the realization that we know that I don't want to keep going down this pathway, but I'm not 100% sure. Tell us about how we allow in that space to be in that space comfortably so that we can hear the message for a next step. Yeah, and I think it's important to, when everything's in a disarray, right, take that moment to reflect on your hopes and dreams. Those things that maybe you once had but you forgot about, or you thought, oh, that's silly, or can I make a living off of that? And I think it's, that's a time where you need to write about them in a journal or talk about them with a trusted friend or even a therapist. It's a good time to take advantage of that fork in the road and creating the balance and looking within and allowing yourself to follow your passion and purpose and reaching out for others for help is is essential right and it doesn't mean that you have to take everybody's advice because they don't know your life and and that's a big thing i say i'm not telling you what to do i'm giving you options and you need to know what's best for you and what what, will work best for you but seeking guidance and tools for your toolkit can help and you can and will get through every season of change and be able to lead others in the same manner if you just take the time to do that You know, we're looking at, you know, personal change for us um, and and looking at embracing. I I got a couple of messages this morning that came and uh, one of them I love from Chef Rossi and one of, you know, talking about love, not hate, embracing us all, not just the white and the straight. And she went on to talk more and more about that. And I realized that you know, we are living in times where things are changing around us. And we have to really look at how do we keep ourselves in the center of that energy? Um, You know, how do we do it? How do we, how do we keep ourselves in the center that allows us, like Chef Rossi said, to leave with love and not hate. And that's just not metaphor or cheesy stuff. It is the juice that we've been given to live our lives. And isn't that important to look at that 
in the middle of change because how often, and I know this about women, Erica, we will start to hate ourselves for things that we think we should or could have done. And believe me, we, none of us had any control at any of that, right? Yep. The would have, had, would have should have, could have, right? <laughs> and the not enough-isms. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yesterday I was enough, but you know, now like I don't have that job, like I'm not enough. And I know you work with people. So, you know, in these last couple of minutes, I want to talk about how to move beyond the what it could have should us. What it could have should us. Did I say that yep. right? Yep. <laughs> I didn't well, cuss. I wasn't cussing, Benny. I didn't say that <laughs> word. I said like the should us. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it's like you said, the coping skills we use to get through hard times are the same skills we use every day to bounce back and handle life's up and downs. And it's the positive attitude, the support of family and friends and community, you know, a habit of activity and learning. And, you know, even with these, the different coping techniques that we talked about, change and transition will take some time and it won't be easy. And I think if we allow us the space and grace to get through that, yes, space and grace and a dog, um, we can really move forward and it can be bearable. I'm not trying to minimize this at any means. Yeah. sniffing sniffing there um we we want to be able to make things bearable for one another but we need to give ourselves that grace yeah. and give ourselves that patience yeah. and know that we're putting the work in to do it you know we sent out a message to everybody oh oh is that your puppy yes he he was just making a little noise into the what's microphone. his name his name is king King. So th this is King and I'm the queen. Hi, King. You're the queen. <laughs> um, you know, we sent out an email to all of y'all, all the hosts and co-hosts. And it was an email that we waited to send out, but we got to the place where we had to do it. And we sent an email out and it was, it's a positive email, but it's going to affect people differently. So there are a lot of hosts on our network that absolutely want us to live stream over Facebook. And we just sent a message out and what we said is look this is our live stream now this is the these are the enhancements we're making and for some of you that want us to post to your facebook page we're not going to be able to do that um, but we explained why we explained that we're expanding we're growing we're becoming independent and we have to do that because we were putting shows up on youtube and we were putting shows up on facebook and some of them were months and months and months old and we would get this notice this is your first warning we're suspending you for a week this is your second warning but and and we got to the point where he said oh my gosh and then one of our sister networks was completely taken down so we had to look at that erica and we had to say well wait a minute we're here to serve our listeners Please don't tell us we can't talk about UFOs if we want to talk about them, please. Sometimes change is catalyzed by other events. And in the last couple minutes we have left, we have change that we can do upon ourselves and make upon ourselves. And then there is change that we have no control over. What's your advice? What's your messaging for these? Yeah, I, I mean... Personally, 
I think change is not only inevitable, like we've, we've already set that groundwork, but it can lead to beautiful opportunities, um, even when that comes from the deepest wells of pain and loss. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I started my business because of my father and, and, and his death, because yeah. I thought he did what he loved. You know, he was 81 years old and still out there climbing trees, doing calls and loving it. Yeah. Why do I, why, why am I waiting? He's done this for, you know, 50, 60 years. So when we greet uncertainty and the unknown with self-care, self-love and support, we have a much better chance of maintaining our overall health and wellness during these major and even the minor um, life changes and finding our way to a future that holds many new adventures and many new um, beautiful opportunities. And I think that is the biggest thing is don't let a change, you know, don't be, I always say, don't be a um, Debbie Downer, be a poly positive, you know, make sure that you are embracing that change and seeing what it could do for you. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. I mean that in a, how can I grow from this? Because if right. you grow, then the people around you have an opportunity to grow and it, you're just better in your wellness. Because if you take everything to heart and be so negative with everything, that affects your health and well-being. And nobody needs that. So I think we really need to set that example for accepting and coping with change and transition in order to support everyone around you. And I love that we're talking about this in the final minutes, because basically what we're talking about is change is constant and it affects every aspect of our being if we let it it can have a negative aspect on our body it can have positive but i think that's what your message is today to say look if you're aware of these things then here's what you can do erica how do people find out about you thank you so much and i'd love to know your personal message for today thank you for joining me here Thank you. So um, listen to me right here on Transformation Talk Radio, Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills, living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Um, Go to GetRootedRadio.com to get your free Empower Hour. And I think one last message would be, if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you always got. I love that. Erica, my gosh, man, just get me fired up. Erica Gifford-Mills, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. Benny, thank you so much. Edvin, thank you. Jacob, thank you for really being the man. Jacob's got to be the mentor of the month. He's mentoring three new producers. It's like, seriously? Yeah, Jacob says, oh, my goodness. Okay. This is just practice for some future career, which who knows. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on, everybody. Uh, Thank you all for being who you are, the best listening audience and watching audience in the world. We'll see you next time.